Hello everyone, this is Gruesome Herzog's Horror Movie Review. My special guest tonight is Roxy Vandiver. How you doing, Roxy? I'm doing awesome. How are you? Great. Um, I'm glad you're coming on the show tonight. Um, like I said, the 80s guy, so I love the slasher movies. I do as well. Um, do you want to explain to the listeners... Uh, what the experience was of making Spirit Camp? Oh, wow, that's kind of a broad question. <laughs> the, the experience? Yeah. Um, the experience was fantastic, amazing. It was my first, not my first film, but my first leading role. And it was my first, I mean, there's about 80 scenes in the film. I think I'm in 75 of them, so I was around a lot. And uh, I got to just meet the most amazing people, many of which I'm still extremely close friends with. And I had the time of my life doing it. I would I would do it all over again if I could. Well, I, I'm going to watch it over again when I can. <laughs> now, are they most? No, it's mostly a lot of the girls in that movie are from Texas, right? Uh, yes, I believe every girl in the movie is from Texas. I saw it. Cause I, was, I was reading through the uh, through the cast, and I was going through the, the actresses, and so that's, that's pretty cool. You get a Texas connection. Yeah, the entire cast was Texas-based. Now, you know, the uh, plot line in this movie, I, I can't give too much away because you know, people didn't see it, but you do know, of course you know this, that there is, um, it has a, a taste of, uh, I guess, Halloween but not the, uh, not the, um, obviously the mass bit. Am I pre- pretty much accurate on that? Like the well, Michael I Myers? know that, right, absolutely. Um, the writer, producer, director, Carrie Byer, I know he was, basically this movie was like a love letter that he wrote to the golden age of the horror genre, which was, you know, early 80s with the Friday the 13th and Halloween especially were the main influences and there are a lot of little, you know, winks and nods to those films and that's all done on purpose and just as an homage sort of, he wanted to do something but it was because of those films inspired him. Exactly. That's what inspired, I mean, that's what I like about it, like I said, because it's back in my era. You know, I'm 42 so I'm back in the you know the the early '80s and the slashers. Um, yeah, it's when you like when you watch a movie like that. There for me, it's I can't stop watching. It. I mean, it's it's how it's spaced out in that movie. It's hard to walk away and get a drink. You have to stay there and watch it. Now the ending of this movie is phenomenal. I'm not going to give it away, but that was a great ending. That movie. I feel like the last act is, um, I mean, the last act is where we, because we filmed that movie pretty much in sequence, like, not exactly all from beginning to end, but for the most part, we actually did film pretty close to in sequence, so by the time we got to the final scene, we were a well-oiled machine, and, you know, everyone on set had learned new tips and tricks about how to get things done and make things look even cooler and but to me the last act is just you know you you can't look away it's definitely intense and that cop 
<laughs> oh, Brandon, uh, I love him. Uh, <laughs> he played a, he played a role pretty good. I mean, when you watch that, you're thinking, "Oh, is a cop killing the people?" And then a cop <laughs> says to you, "Don't you think I'm collecting it for evidence?" And it's it's <laughs> it's good. It's it's good. I mean, I, I like the, the role that you played in this movie. Um, when you first appeared on the on the movie, when I was, you know, when you first came on, um, I'm thinking, what a hard ass, <laughs> what a hard ass, I love it. And then it's like a couple of scenes in the movie. Uh, I love your facial expressions. Um, like one, the one girl would say something stupid, and you would just roll your eyes and turn your head. I mean, the movie was <laughs> cleverly made. It was clever, clever, clever. You know, I just really enjoyed it. I'm so glad. Yeah, no, Brandon Smith, who played the cop, he has a lot of experience playing cops, so he's really good, really good at that, having that authoritative kind of swagger about him. I mean, he played the sheriff in Jeepers Creepers. He played a deputy in Powder. He was in No Country for Old Men. He, yep. So he's um, he's all over the place. Basically, every film in Texas, him and Marco Perella, who plays my father in Spirit Camp, they they're they're in all kind of great stuff. <laughs> you know, he is a tripper there. And what you said to him was funny. Oh God! Do you want to talk? I about love that line. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I just I love that line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I didn't recognize you at first because your hair was a different color in the movie. I said, wait. She looks familiar, yeah. but I don't reckon. What, wait, do I know her? And then I, I figured it out. But yeah, I look quite different in the film. Everyone tells me you look so different in real life. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's I was playing a character. And you have the uh, the uh, head cheerleader. Um, I can't remember who played her when I was in charge. Uh, yes, that was Annie Morris. Yes, that's it. And uh, that. Her role in that movie is funny. She's giving you shit about, giving the girl shit about smoking pot and drinking. It's bad for cheerleading. So <laughs> she take whatever. But I can't give it all away. But the, whoever <laughs> the the writer of that movie did it. You know, what well, fact I think it was. It was yeah. It was Carrie. Carrie did the yes, directing Carrie. and the writing. You know, uh, he did a very good job on that. Um, the next movie, if you want to, I've been dying to ask you about is the uh, Killer. Killer Schoolgirls from Outer Space. Yes. <laughs> that title is really catchy. Well, I um I had a small role in that film, uh, but it starred some of my best friends who are also in Spirit Camp, who are also in Renfield the Undead. Like we are all in the same movies a lot, but um, I had a small role. But it's kind of a tongue-in-cheek, campy kind of throwback to the more 50s horror, you know, yes. Men from Outer Space and The Blob, those kind of wacky, funny films. Yeah, we uh, filmed that one in Austin. Okay. And Jillian's in there, too, the same one that was in that movie with you, right? Yeah, Jillian. Yes. Is that Rachel pretty, from Spirit yeah. Camp. Yeah. And Denise uh, Williams, Denise too, right? Yeah. Yep. Destiny's is a star in that one. Now, Donnie Boaz, I never heard him before. Now, is he a newcomer? Or has he been around he's for a while? Got, 
He's got quite a bit of experience. I don't know him well, but uh, he and I, we auditioned for my first film, which was Witchcraft 13. We auditioned together for that, and that's when I met him. And then I didn't see him for years, and then he plays the lead in Killer Schoolgirl. So I'm like, hey, I know you, you know me. And then, coincidentally, he and I, uh, we were recently cast in another film together where we're going to play husband and wife. He was a Ralph Lauren underwear model. He's just gorgeous. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's been on the cover of GQ Japan. Like, wow. just, yeah, nice guy, very nice guy. Huh, interesting. Speaking of that, I, 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 pardon my, pardon me, I forgot that Witchcraft Thirteen: Blood of the Chosen. Yes, that was my first film. And that was a, that's what, that's way it looks here. It's a, uh, what is this about, anyways? Well, it's actually the thirteenth installment in the Witchcraft series, which is an issue. Oh yeah, duh. Yes, anyone who's ever browsed the horror section at the video store, you know, there's always a pentagram on the front and some evil-looking busty chick, and it's all, like, evil and witchy as ha-ha-ha, and I, I played a witch in that film, and it was my first time ever acting on film, and my first time doing nudity on film, and <laughs> the uh, the sex scene in that film is highly praised. <laughs> <laughs> now, you played Keely, right? Yeah. Interesting. I gotta check that movie out. Not because of that, but you know, I'm not much. <laughs> for, I'm not much for witch movies, but I do remember the witchcraft. Now that's the thirteenth installment. Yes. Really? Holy cow! Yeah. I've seen all of them too. <laughs> Here we go. Now that's a sweatshop. You played Jewel. Yes, I have actually. I have a cameo in Sweatshop. Okay. It's kind of a blink-and-you'll-miss-it kind of thing. Because the film was already finished when I met the director-writer, Stacey Davidson, who's a genius and my best friend in the world. And he had already finished the film. But we became so close, he's like, I, I want to stick you in the film somewhere. You know, even though it's already done, I'm going to cut you in. Huh? So... Ashley Kay, who's the star of Sweatshop, she is also an incredible incredible wardrobe and makeup stylist and hair as well. She dolled me all up in this beautiful, amazing, crazy costume, and we did a photo shoot, and I'm now the unofficial, official poster girl, t-shirt girl of Sweatshop, and Stacey Davidson spliced in a shot of me as kind of just like a, you know, like catch it if you can, you know? <laughs> right, right, right. But, you know, it's, you know, something I got there, it's still neat because, you know, from looking at your resume so far, the movies that you're in, except for the first one, I'm not saying they're interesting because I never watched the Witchcraft, they're, each one is, you know, that I'm, I'm in, that I'm interested in seeing, so that's a good start. I mean, a horror, a, a horror fan like myself will see your resume I guarantee every movie that you either had a cameo in or a small role in, I guarantee every horror fan will watch it. It's well, like that's the, excellent news. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, um, oh, God, drawing a blank, the girl from Halloween back in the 70s. Amy Lee Curtis? Yes, excuse me. The, the Scream Queen, you know, her first couple, the first six films are horror films as well. Wow, yeah, just being mentioned in the same sentence as her is 
pretty big honor. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm not flattering. I'm not trying to flatter you, but you know, you got my respect from watching Spirit Camp. I mean, to be able to to take that lead role like that, considering that's actually your early, your first, you know, lead movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, lead role. I mean, I is there chances of making a part two to that one? The way it looks, ain't you know. I don't know for sure. I think that um, I know that the that Carrie Byer would. I know he would love to make a part two. I know that you know all of us would love to be involved. It's uh, it's just a matter of uh, gotta yeah, sell true. those sell those DVDs. I know it hits stores on October twelfth, and it hits Netflix and all that good stuff. And it's available online for order right now through SpiritCampMovie.com. But um, we're hoping that once it hits stores, it'll get an you know an even bigger following, and then the ability to make a sequel will be ours. <laughs> well, I, I guarantee it. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be big. Now I'm not gonna uh, throw another movie in here, but th- like uh, Blood Knight, um, that's a slasher flick, and that made when it got released, it it did really well. So I can guarantee you that this movie will be received very well. There's a lot of slasher fans like myself out there that brings back the old genre of the 80s and the early 90s. And I'm so glad to hear you say that because a lot of people, like we've we've gotten rave reviews like all over the internet, and but there have been a few people that it's almost like they're just they don't get it, they don't understand what we were trying to do here. They they're upset because it's not as gory and bloody as some of the, you know, horror movies are right now with the, like, saw and all the torture porn. And it's like, no, you have to understand, yes. that's not that's not what we were trying to do. It's more about suspense. It's about what the imagination can dream up, and that's the way they did things back then. Yep. Well, you got to understand, 25 years ago, people are complaining about it now were even not around or, or their babies. You gotta remember that, too. right? <laughs> I remember that too. Yeah, I, something like that. There, Spirit Camp. You cannot get too gory on that because then, then it'll be like uh, it would end up ruining the movie because you you can only do so much gore with a slasher flick. You know, what I mean, you can't see somebody go around chainsaw. That would be totally, totally dumb. But no, it's perfect. It's perfect. It's up my alley. It's up, you know. One more. And it's more. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say it's more than just a slasher flick. It's also, you know, a, it's a story of a character. Right. It's a character development story. This girl goes through a journey and finds herself having to step up to the plate and be in a situation where she's been before. Right. And she has to kick a lot of ass. And it's also a story of, you know, friendship. It's so funny because. Lynn and I, our characters in the film start out like hating each other yeah. and without giving, giving too much away I just want to say that eventually we're kind of forced to put that aside and you know, protect each other yep. but uh, it, it was funny how the life imitated art because when we started the film, Lynn and I very different worlds we come from and I remember she told me later on, she's like, I thought you were weird and I was like, I thought you were stuck up yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but well, then over time, she and I became such dear friends, and to this day are like sisters. That scene was priceless. <laughs> how do I know? <laughs> well, if you ain't doing it, you know, it's I'm not gonna give it. You gotta be careful how you say it, but yeah, that, that's a good scene. And she goes, 
<laughs> it was funny, but yeah, that's a good one. That's a good scene. Yeah, like I said, I, I I enjoyed that one. That was one of my toppers of uh, you know, of this this year. What's well, it's it's classified O nine, but it's getting released in two thousand ten. So I call it a two thousand ten. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Dracula. Um. Yeah. From what I understand, Renfield the Undead is based now. Not a hundred percent sure, so I'm gonna say don't quote me on that, even though I'm saying it on right. the air. <laughs> well, well, I can. I, I can. think the end it's supposed to be like a sequel to Bram Stoker's Dracula. Now that that's you know just Ooh. what I've picked up from the film, and it, I believe it's based on a series of comics. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I don't know a whole lot about that, but um. I did love making the movie because I got to play a vampire on screen for the first time, which I've always wanted to do, and the makeup and wardrobe department on that were incredible, and I just, I love the way I look in it. I look scary and beautiful and haunting, and I also got the opportunity to meet and work with uh, an actor named Tyler Tackett. He's, uh, he's become a good pal of mine, and I think he's going to be just huge. Quincy Harker. Yes, he plays Quincy Harker, and he is incredibly talented. And Mina Harker is played by another Roxy, Roxy Hickson, and she's amazing. I've known her for years. Just um, from she used to come hang out at a bar I used to work at, and then we found each other on the movie set. It's like, hey, Roxy, cool. Roxy. That's cool. So it was, it was kind of neat. And uh, also being in another film with Julian and Denise, my dear friends, that was great. Uh, that's cool, though, having friends like that in the same movies. All that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So the, the the movie actually survived two Roxies in one movie. Well, that was a joke. He's, <laughs> no, you're right. It, it was <laughs> for the limited time that she and I were on set together at the same time. It did get a little, you know, confusing. Somebody would say, "Hey, Roxy," and we're both, "What?" Yep. No, no, no. Other Roxy, Nina Roxy, or <laughs> it was. Well, I love horror, and I would love to continue. To, I want to do all kinds of films and all kinds of roles, and I have some non-horror stuff coming up in the near future, but um, if I only did horror forever, even that would make me happy because I, I grew up on horror films. My mother was the manager of a video store my entire life, oh, and yeah. the, that was great because we got to watch free movies my whole life, and uh turned me into a real hardcore movie buff, and I will slaughter anyone who challenges me at movie trivia. Oh, what do you think? <laughs> well, I, li- I literally lived in a video store <laughs> my entire childhood. You know, Mom, when when there was no babysitter, we were in the video store, and she's like, here, alphabetize these tapes. <laughs> oh, you know? yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm eight years old running, you know, VHS tapes and putting them on the shelf and reading all the boxes and figuring stuff out and just like oh my god and my parents were very lenient as well they were we were allowed to watch halloween when we were five my brother i have a brother and we we were not we weren't sheltered from anything really they my parents were very but they were responsible about it and right if i if i have time a little bit of advice that i can give to parents of the world when it concerning your children and such films my mother was very smart. She, HBO, back in the 80s, they put on an, an HBO special that was like a, 
behind-the-scenes making of featurette of A Nightmare on Elm Street. My parents made us watch that so that we would understand, wow, this is just a guy in a mask named Robert England, and he's playing. And so special features are your friends, especially with your children. If you if you show them the behind-the-scenes, the making of, the gag reels, the people without the makeup and the masks on, there are, I mean, like, we never had nightmares, you know, my brother and I, so that's why we were okay watching all those films, because we understood that it was make-believe. Yeah, my grandson's three. No, he'll be turning three. So, I watch movies in, in on my in my office, and he'll come back, and I said, oh, boy. So, I started off, <laughs> I started off uh, mild. I mean, I was, I don't remember what I was watching. I think it was Hit and Run. And, uh, well then, um, he he came in one time. I said, "Oh well, I'm sorry." He loves horror movies. He's only three. When he sees blood, <laughs> when he sees somebody getting killed in a movie or something, he says, "Mommy, my mom, blood. It's fake." <laughs> so he, he knows it's fake. So I mean, there, there isn't no nightmares. But I, you know, we don't. I don't let him watch the real bad stuff. I mean, obviously, I'm not that careless. But yeah, kids. If kids can get around it. At an earlier early age, they can adapt to it, like you said. Once they see the re- real uh, that it's fake, then it helps out. Very true. Yeah, it definitely helped us. All right. Now, is it, do you want to say anything else? I, I, is it? Are you a model too? I am. I'm a professional um, alternative model, and I was an actress first but I became a model because um, a, the set photographer on Witchcraft 13, his name was uh, Kenny Hayner of Sub Society Studio, he uh, he asked me, he said one day, can, can I photograph you? And I was like, well, sure, I guess so. And, I mean, I, I didn't know what I was doing at all. <laughs> and uh, But I enjoyed it. And then I did Spirit Camp, and Carrie Byer is also, like, a very esteemed photographer. You know, he's done spreads for Vogue magazine and Allure and Lucky and just wonderful, beautiful stuff. And he and I um, also became great friends, and he started photographing me, and he photographed, I mean, he's taken thousands of beautiful pictures of me, and that sort of kind of, you know, was the catalyst that was like, hey, maybe I could, you know, do this. You know, make some money off of this, and I do. And right now, actually, if I may, um, my website, my website is roxyvandiver.com, and there's a little link on the right. It's a little picture that says autographed prints and merchandise. And if you go to my store, I'm having an end of summer special on autographed prints, and I ship all over the world. And um, just today, I shipped four autographed prints to Australia. Cool. Good for you. Thank now, you. Now, I went through your Facebook photos. That's why I asked you. There's one photo of you that I think it's the best one in there. It's the one where you're all in red. Everyone loves that picture. That's like the most popular picture ever taken of me, I swear. Because I love the red color. I don't know what it is. That was uh, that was taken by my friend Ven, Vindictive Images, and uh, so shout out to him because that picture is by far the most popular. Everyone loves that picture, and I do as well. Yep. You look good. You Thank look good you. And You're welcome. I love that picture, too, because I was, uh, you know, we, we actresses are always really concerned about our figures, and I was in top form in that picture. There is no Photoshop happening there. <laughs> Awesome. Well, 
Thank you so you much. Great. I had a good time. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Take care. Have a good evening. You too, dear. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.